Yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back aboard the stream boat as we delve into Netflix to find, hopefully, a hidden gem at the bottom of the stream. That's what we're here for. That's what we try and do every week. We do. We're not always successful. In fact, we're unsuccessful more than we're <laughs> successful. But that's the fun yeah, part. Exactly. You won't know until you get to the end whether <laughs> we like this or not. Um, you might be able to gauge our reaction at some point during it. Because um, this week we're doing a comedy movie. We're well out of my comfort zone. Um, we're doing a movie called Take the Ten. Take the Ten was released in 2017. It's a 15. It runs for a very brief one hour and 20 minutes. Yes. And is currently rated at 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb. We've been in a very similar zone the last yeah, few just weeks. Just lately. We've been, been around Haven't the we? high fours, early fives yeah. for a while now. Yeah, we need to... But uh, personally, I find that very interesting because... Although uh, IMDb has the last few weeks for movies at a very similar rating, I have big differences in how I feel about <laughs> yeah, the movies. Exactly. It's crazy, really, isn't it, when you think about it? Um, anyway, Take the Ten stars a guy called Josh Peck. He plays Chris, obviously most famous for being in the sitcom Drake and Josh. Yeah. Uh, back in the what, early 2000s? When he was a teenager. Maybe even late 90s, yeah. Yeah, yeah late, late 90s, early 2000s. He's done other things since then as well, he but he's. Uh, yeah, that's what he's most known for, I think, he's, in he's, the world. Later this year, he's going to be in Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Wow. That's a, that's kind that's of a, a big, big deal. Jump. That is kind of a big deal. Anyway. Anyway. It's also, I, I was watching this film and it's like, you're actually a really handsome man. He's got a real something about him, smarm isn't to him, hasn't yeah, he? He sort of raised an eyebrow a few times in this. <laughs> and I was like, like yeah, you're... You're a bit of all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> Good. Um, also stars a guy called Tony Revolori, which is a wonderful name. Um, he plays a character called Chester. Um, most famous, I think, you know him from. He's in all of the recent Spider-Man films yep. with Tom Holland. Uh, he's in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, he's fantastic in that movie. I haven't seen it. You've never seen it? No. How has this never come up before? <laughs> You've got to watch. That's a brilliant movie. Yeah, I've just, I never have seen that movie. I it's do on need Disney to see Plus. It. Go and watch it. It's okay, brilliant. I will check it out. Uh, also, later I on. I think you'd like it. Do you? Yeah, I think you would. Excellent. Anyway, carry on. Okay, Sorry. I will check it out. He's also in, going to be, or in, I don't know if it's out yet or not, he's in the Willow TV show. Which uh, is it a, is. It's, is it I out think out it's now? weekly arriving on Disney Plus. Okay, he's in that alongside uh, Warwick Davis, obviously. And this film also stars for his third appearance on Bottom of the Stream. Kevin Corrigan yeah. plays a character called Danny. Uh, recently, we've seen, well, not recently, but over the years, we've seen him in Urge yes. and Results. He was the lead in Results. You, because it's quite a uh, again meh name, Kevin Corrigan, yeah. that may not bring any anything to mind, but Google the guy, I guarantee you've seen him in something. 100%. Kevin Corrigan has 176 credits on IMDb for wow. acting. He's, he's not even that old. No, he's not. I that mean, I'd try to put him late forties, maybe something like maybe fifty, early fifties. But you will, you will have seen Kevin Corrigan in something. A hundred TV movies. Yeah, he's in every every major TV show over the last twenty yeah. years. A lot of films. I'll say most films. Though, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in, not, he's he's not in, in most, most of the films. <laughs> he's in a lot of films. Uh, yeah, he's in. He's in. He's in everything. <laughs> he's great. He's in The Departed, Pineapple Express. This is just the, from the top of his IMDb. True Romance, Unstoppable, Loads, Law and Order. 1969 he was born. Okay. What does that make him? I'm not doing the maths. Can't be bothered. 
54. Uh, Written and directed, this film was written and directed by one man. His name is Chester Tam. Yeah. He's also in this movie. He is. He plays the drug dealing Jay. Yeah. And it's his only film he's ever written and directed. He has directed a few shorts and things like that, but it's his only feature length film. Okay. Um, You might know him. He's in Scream 5. Right. Plays one of the cops in Scream 5. I've not seen Scream 5. Scream 6 is out next month. I didn't realize it was that imminent. Yeah, they've really like done turned it turned it around it's quickly. Like flew yeah. it around. Um, yeah, he's in he's in Scream Five. That's probably the main thing you know okay. from. This film has a budget. Do you want to know what the budget of this movie? Oh, it was? would. Yeah, two million dollars. Okay, we're given two Chester Town by Netflix to make this film. Okay, so they didn't buy it after it was made. They were he was commissioned to make this film for Netflix. He wrote the script nine years before the film was made. Okay, and. It's interesting that one of the characters is called Chester, so I don't know if it's semi-autobiographical, maybe. Yes, which which would actually... I did notice that, and it did make me think of what this one-word review of this could be. Go on. Uh, Superbad 2. (laughs) Good show. It's basically as a remake of Superbad. Yeah. (laughs) With a bit more high stakes. Where's this film starting, Nick? It starts on Saturday, July the 17th, (laughs) at 1.38pm. There's very specific... (laughs) texts all the way through this movie of timings and dates yeah. and for no reason well no uh, chapter is, headers i would argue and... with the times and the dates there is a reason for the first half of the movie yeah because we're getting different viewpoints until everything comes together but i would also say that they're not really needed because no. it's very obvious yeah we're just seeing the, the same in order time of period <laughs> yeah. from different characters point of view. yeah the, it does flit about between the same timeline from different characters' ideas, but it's, I don't it's under- not complicated. I don't understand movie. why we change also from like, we have a series of title cards on the screen. Yeah, chapter, chapter, chapter cards, chapter cards yeah. Which sort of range from descriptive to what's happening in the movie. Yeah. Like the first first one is the 1997 Toyota Corolla. Because that's what the first bit of the film's about. But then later on, They're they very just cryptic. become sort of quotes from... yeah books and stuff yeah i think i've got them all written down i didn't go didn't bother writing all the dates and times yeah. down but i think i've got all the chapter titles so uh, okay yeah they're very interesting so uh, yeah, so yeah we're, uh, chester and chris are in a car yes they're driving somewhere they are that's where this movie starts they're talking about actors who give blowjobs yeah, method acting method acting would you actually give one if it was part of your acting uh, career uh, chris says it wouldn't make me gay i'm just if i was I'm blowing just... you yeah, that's my, and that was my job. I'm on getting the paid movie. to do it. That's, yeah, I'm method. I'm a good actor. Yeah, Chester doesn't agree, but yeah. that's that's that's. I think what they're doing there is I setting the tone for this movie I, from the outset. I'm gonna say, got a chuckle from me straight away. <laughs> this this exchange. Um, he gets a call. Chester gets a call from Danny um, at this point as well, who he appears to owe some money to. Yes, Danny um, wants his money back. It does, and he hangs up on him. Chester just Chester says, oh, "You're on your own. Yeah, sort I'm not helping you out. Call anymore. the police if you want to." And then somebody shoots the car window out. Yes. And that's the point where the title card hits the screen. Uh, well, not the title card, the chapter header, the 1997 Toyota Corolla. And then it says earlier that day. And yeah. then it says 7.14 a.m. Yeah. They're chucking all sorts of info <laughs> at us. Um, so we've gone back in time, basically. We're yeah. going to see how they got to that stage of the uh, why did somebody was shooting their car out. Um, Chester is going to pick up Chris to go to work. They're heading to work together. Uh, Chris lives in a massive house. Yeah, he really does. (laughs) He really, really does. Um, Chester's on the phone at the same time as he's he's arranged a a meeting with a guy because he's trying to sell his car. He's going to sell his car. Yeah, Yeah. so they're going to meet 
give it the once over and hopefully do the deal. And Craigslist. Yeah. Um, because Chester wants to go to Brazil. Yeah, what's well, so the His States. lifelong ambition is to set up a life in Brazil. Set up a life in Brazil with Chris. He wants Chris to go with him and they will move to Brazil together and set up a life, basically. Yeah. They work in a supermarket called Wholesome Foods. Yes. Which is a bit of a play on Whole Foods, I guess. But it's, uh, yeah, it seems to be like a healthy eating supermarket. And they are talking and working at the same time, discussing their move to Brazil. And Chester's like, let's go today. Yes. Or in the next couple of days. I'm going to sell the car. We can literally go and buy the tickets. Buy the tickets and just go. And not have any sort of plan, just go to Brazil. At least a bit of an argument because Chris is like, no, no, it's that concert today. Yeah, we've got tickets to You said you'd come with me to this concert. Yeah. I've got tickets. And Chester's like, I'm not bothered about a concert. I want to get to Brazil. He's got this whole plan. He's got the plan to... Make and produce energy drinks and then sell them back to the United States for a profit. Because yeah, there's, there's some ingredient that's much natural much ingredient in that is like pennies in Brazil. Yeah. And then they can mark it up and sell it back to the state. And Chris is not against going to Brazil. He's yeah. just not so keen to go today because he, he, wants, wants, to to, to he wants to go to this gig. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chester then gets called into Danny's office. Who's the boss at Who's work? Who's the boss? Yeah, this is Kevin Corrigan's character. He's the manager of this supermarket. Um, he has revealed well, he's kind of busted them for stealing money from them, but in the past, the, yeah, it feels like he's kept it in his back pocket. Yeah, because they paid him off, I point. think. Yeah, so but so basically, Danny says to Chester, Look, I know it was you and Chris who intercepted this truck worth of food, yeah, I think so, that should have been delivered to the store, but in, you intercepted it, paid the driver off, and you've you flogged, flogged sold it to the a content com- competitor, basically. yeah, basically yeah. sold it to a competitor. Um, he also says Chris sold it for a lot more than he told you he did. Yeah. He's trying to put a divide so between them. Yeah, your friend's done your friends out of load of um, And he's like, I'm going to call the police. I'm going to prosecute you. Yeah. And so Chester's like, don't call the police. I'm going to about to sell my car. You can have the money for that. Yeah, two and a half grand. Two and a half grand. That's my and half that, at least. Yeah. And that, sorted. that placates Danny. Yeah, Danny's so like, like, okay, fine. you give me that money. No problem. I won't. It appears like Danny also needs the money for something as yeah. well, which we find out later on he does. Um Chester then goes back out onto the shop floor, tells Chris that Danny knows what's hap- what's going on, um, and they need to leave today. He's, no, he's like, he's we're, like le- we need, we're leaving we now. work now. Because, um, Meet me at the airport. Yeah, we need to get to Brazil before Danny gets over this money. Yeah. If, if we pay Danny this money, we can't get there ever. Yeah. So I'm going to sell true. the car. Meet me at the airport. We'll buy the tickets. Yeah. And he just we're not. We're never coming back. Fuck the concert, yeah. basically. Um, so Chester leaves the store. Chris doesn't look like too... Com- he's... Chris is a bit of a dope, isn't he? He doesn't quite understand yeah. what's going on most of the time. But also, he's quite clever as well. He's just one of those... Street smarts, just... not book smarts. Yes, basically. Uh, we follow Chester home. He loads his suitcases into the car. And then he goes to meet a couple of guys who are... How would you describe these two guys? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so he, meets, he meets a guy called Carlo. Yes. He's, like a, he's got like a South American accent. Yeah. Chester presumes he's like... Puerto Rican or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, flamboyant? Yes. Very much OTT. flamboyant. Very much over the top. Um, and then there's the big the big heavy with a briefcase. Co- yeah, well. he introduces his cousin, Rico. I think yeah, he I says think cousin Rico. Cousin Rico, he does. Uh, who, And they say, well, can we go for a test drive? Yeah. You like the car, can we go for a test drive? But can you drive it? You us? drive it. 
There's instantly you think something's up. Something's definitely not. They right both about get these really two. angry when they open the trunk. Yeah. And see that it's full of Chester's bags that he's packed to, yeah, to go to Brazil. That makes them think that he's stolen the car for some yeah. reason. So they're like, right. have you stolen this car? It's full of someone else's stuff. Because yeah. it's like a kid's backpack. Yeah. And Chester's like, no, no, it's all mine. It's I've all told you, stuff. I'm going to the airport. Yeah, he basically wants to sell them the car, but then they've got to drop him at the airport. Yeah. And these that's it. And so Rico then empties all these the cases and the bags out of the trunk yep. and climbs in himself. Gets in the trunk himself with his briefcase. Just is like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And, and Carly says to me, I just, he likes to be alone. Yeah. He's, Red flags at this point, <laughs> surely, because then Chester's like, I okay. thought it was a really funny exchange. It was, it was. I thought Tony Revolori in this bit, and yeah, I don't know who great. played Carly, but I thought, they, I thought they bounced off each other really well. It made me laugh. As soon as they get in the car, Carlo pulls a gun on him and he basically wants him to Drive and do a crime. Yeah. It's basically what we He's, have. He says, you're in the drivers to this address. Yeah. Stop when I say stop. Go when I say go. Go when I say go. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Um, so they do. They drive up to this pink house. They have an argument whether it's pink or purple. Yeah. Um, he stops outside, turns the car around. Rico jumps out of the boot. He's got a submachine gun. Yeah. They he shoot up this shoot house. Shoot up this house. He gets back in. He gets back in the car and Chester speeds off at speed. Yeah. He's basically just been involved in the drive-by. Yeah. It's the wheel man. Yeah, basically. Um, pulls, he pulls over a couple of blocks away and just spews Throws up everywhere. Carly says, you can't stop. Why have you stopped? I'm yeah. in charge. Yes. Don't stop again. Yeah. Rico gets out of the boot at that point as well and gets back in the back seat, but chucks all of Chester's yeah. stuff you know, onto the street. Because he couldn't up. fit in the back yeah. seat because he couldn't fit in the boot. Um, so yeah, all Chester's stuff's gone now at this point. Um, and then Chester deliberately drives them into traffic. Yeah, so he drives like the LA freeway. Yeah, he's like, I know a shortcut, but drives them into traffic. And I've written it. He crashes into a douchebag in a Bentley. Yeah, he deliberately. Yeah, causes like a he, fender bender. Yeah, because he he pulls out in front of this guy, makes this Bentley hit him, yeah. and then gets out of the car and just runs as fast as he can across this traffic, gets away from them. And this was our first cameo in this movie. So the the guy yeah. he got in a fender bender with was Fred Armisen. It was indeed. Who I think you will most recently have seen in Wednesday as Uncle Fester. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Chester runs across the traffic, gets into the side streets and manages, manages to hide in a bookshop. We, yes, he does. Which is a very weird scene. Wait, I presume this... I, did, I felt like maybe there'd been a deleted scene here. Yeah. Because he, he'd specifically gone to this bookshop and got this knife. Yeah, as if he stashed. knew where it was. Yeah. yeah. But we were never given the information that this is like a hidey hole. There yeah, or, or it's somebody he knows his bookshop yeah. or... He just yeah, he just went in this bookshop, went behind the counter, got a knife and left. Yeah. And just smiled at some old woman who spotted him. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, no, you've said that. It does feel like a really weird deleted yeah. scene. Uh, but he's got a knife now anyway. So he calls nine one one and tells them what's happened. And he sabotages their truck. Yeah, he gets he goes back, back to where, to where, he where met them. Mary yeah. met them. And he bursts the tires. tires on all of their truck with his knife. Um then the next chapter title comes up, and that is the unintentional trade. Yeah. Um it's 8.09 a.m. and we're back at the start of the day. Yes, but so this time we're with Chris. Now we're with Chris. Um, he gets rudely awoken by his brother. Yeah. Another cameo in this movie. Yeah. I guess it is a cameo. He's got a role, but it is a cameo, a cameo isn't it? He's only yeah, in one he's scene. In two scenes, yeah. Andy Samberg yeah. just randomly shows up. And he just beats him up. He's his older yeah, brother. His older brother just beats him up. He's a bit of a douche. He's got diabetes, so he has to live with his mum and dad. Well, yeah, but then, so, because it, it, Chris walks out into the kitchen... My note says, I think Andy Samberg is getting injected in his penis. I think he was. <laughs> I don't know what was going on, but I think, I think that's what was like, happening. 
Yes, but then he says he's diabetic. I was like, okay, she's, okay. she's not she injecting was, his penis. I assume that she was their mother. Is. Yeah. Well, no, she was just like the housekeeper. Oh, was she? I don't know, though. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I like this scene as well, because she... So this housekeeper-type character was, like, really nice to Andy Samberg. Yeah. Who is Johnny, the Johnny, big brother. Yeah. And just horrible to Chris. Yeah. I, I just thought it was funny. So he basically... Johnny sells fake tickets to things. Yeah, he's a loser. Money. He's a loser. Yeah. Um, he's got some fake tickets to a gig that Chris wants to go to. Yeah. So he, Chris steals these tickets out of his safe that's in his bedroom. Probably. Yeah. And because Johnny and the housekeeper are busy playing rock band. They're playing rock band, which I thought was quite funny. Um, and they're very good at it as well. Um, so yeah, and this, that's the point where Chester then turns up outside to pick him up and we carry on with our day. I mean, I just, it's really seen. low denomination of humour in this movie, but I did quite enjoy it. It's even the little lines where like Andy, uh, Andy Sandberg's character, like Chris swears. Yeah. He like calls Johnny a dickhead, dickhead or, something. or something. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Johnny says, don't use that language in front of um, Brenda. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Get like, yeah. Don't use that language in front of Brenda. You cunt. <laughs> <laughs> And Brenda's just like, yes, Chris, don't do that. That's two episodes we've recorded, Simon. You've said the C word so, in both Sorry. Of them. <laughs> I haven't said it for a while. It's usually you. Yeah, it is, to be fair. Um, so then we get a recap of what we saw earlier because we've picked up from where Chester picked Chris up from his house. Um, but we see it from Chris's perspective this time. So Chris, at one point, tries to sell these fake concert tickets to a guy called Greg, who also works in the store. Yes. Uh, but Greg doesn't want them because he knows that they're going to be fake. Um and then he scores a meeting where on, on the phone with somebody to meet up with somebody to get some real tickets. Yeah. Um, so he steals eight hundred dollars worth of cash. Skims the till, yeah, from Chester's chit till at work. Yeah. Um, and he goes and gets his car out of the impound. His car's yeah. been impounded. We don't find out why. It was mentioned yeah. earlier. Oh, was it wasn't mentioned. It, that it, he, we we he knew it was in the drive. impound. Yeah, yeah. But we yeah. didn't know why. It no, was no. In there. Um, and then he goes to a house and he meets a character called Jay. Yeah, who is Chester Tam. He's a drug he's dealer. He's drug dealer and he's the director ticket of this dealer. movie. Ticket scalper. <laughs> yeah. um, he's a very intense dude. Um, a tall, muscly, tattooed... Yeah, he doesn't wear a shirt. <laughs> if I look like that, I would never wear a shirt either. Um, yeah, he's got a very intense dude and he has a girlfriend who's also there who they argue all the way through this now. Um, There's, I think uh, Jay's character has some bedroom issues. Yes. Well, we find out for definitely that he yeah. does later on. But at this stage, it's implied. Yes. Because she's like, you never spend any time with me. Why? Are you? And he's he's working out, watching porn in his... Yeah, in his bedroom. In his bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really weird film, this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff thrown at the wall in this movie. Yeah, basically, there is. And it's very intense and it's very high tempo. Yeah. It never stops. It's a fast 80 minutes. It yeah. is a fast 80 minutes. It felt almost like a Safety Brothers movie. I was so very chaotic <laughs> at one point. I was like, oh, God, I can't keep up with what's that going intense, on. But no, yeah. it's, it's that yeah. sort of level. Um, but I, but anyway, this interaction involves ends up with Chris switching the fake tickets for the real tickets. Yeah, because Jay sneak, goes out. Jay goes out and leaves his girlfriend to do the uh, deal. Yeah. And Chris goes to the bathroom, manages to switch Johnny's fake tickets with Jay's real tickets. Yeah. And, and the girlfriend also, doesn't notice. He also finds a stash of drugs. He also finds a massive stash of drugs in the bathroom, which he also takes. Yeah. Chris just doesn't give a shit about anything. He just goes through life, just taking what he needs. And then he writes his phone number on Jay's girlfriend's hand. Yes. And says, call me. Yeah. <laughs> he's um, not making but, himself difficult to but, find. That's no, he's not. Saying. But he leaves the tickets with her because he doesn't want them now because obviously he's he switched. He gives them. her the fake ones. She yeah. doesn't know that. 
Um, then we get the next title card on the screen. Uh, the Wholesome Food Situation. Yeah. Sounds like an episode of The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> um, and we get the kind of same sort of deal again now from Danny's point of view. Yeah, so same mo- same same, uh, same day, earlier in the morning, yeah. from, from Danny, who's the manager's point of yeah. view. Yeah, he's kind of doing drugs in his office at work. Yes. Which explains why he's such an intense dude earlier on. Um, he also knows Jay. Jay pulls up in front Jay of Jay pulls up in front of the store. Well, there's kind of a few flashbacks to Jay yeah. and Danny's interactions before. And then Jay comes into his office. And it turns out Danny owes Jay quite a lot of money. He does. Um, and Danny He's, doesn't have it. No, he doesn't have it all. He gives him... Yeah, he, ta- he, he says, I'll have it by lunch. I'll yeah. have it by one. Yeah. At 12. 11.30 at the latest. I'll get it now. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes out onto the shop floor and he takes some money out of the cash registers as well. Uh, but it's still not enough. So Jay puts a gun to his dick he's ba- yeah he's basically <laughs> put a grand together and i think he owes him yeah. three grand or something yeah th- this whole movie's over three grand <laughs> there's, it's all really intense and like there's a lot of people about to get killed and murdered for three grand yeah. yeah um so jay says look he points a gun at his dick and he says i'll give you an hour to get the rest to get the rest and then in the next scene danny's shirtless in his office pretending to beat up jay basically <laughs> Working like psyching out. himself, psyching out. himself, and out. he's also like really pervy with the young girl who works at the oh, really pervy Brooke, I think yeah. her name was. Um, and this is the point where he calls Chester in the office and threatens Chester to get the money that we yeah. saw earlier on. So we've all caught up now. Yeah. And then the next chapter title hits the screen. It's like, is this a Bible verse? I think so. Matthew twenty four fifty. Don't know what that is. Do you want to look it up? I can do. I'm not. My uh, Bible <laughs> knowledge isn't as good as because I was like. Well, the rest of them all kind of made sense, although they're completely unneeded. But this one is very unnecessary. All of them are very unnecessary. Uh, the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and an hour he is not aware of. Oh, okay. That makes sense because the area manager turns yeah. up. Oh, okay. I'll give them that then. But why are we suddenly being... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why they're happening. But... <laughs> uh, Chester then... Chester, we, this, uh, this chapter opens with Chester returning to the store. Um, no, returning completely... Straight after his meeting with Danny, yeah. he goes back into the store. Um, tell, oh no, I'm going to start this whole bit again yeah. because I'm completely messing it up. <laughs> this is... Chester turning back up at the store after, after the, the drive-by shoot, yeah, shootings happened. Yeah. Um, and he tells Chris, he's like, Chris, you're not going to believe what's just happened, but I've just lost my car. We're going now. I've lost all of my possessions. Yeah. We need to get the fuck out of here. Um, but he's like, we can't go to Brazil now because I've got no money yeah. and no shit. So we might as well just go to this concert. Chris is like, look, real tickets. Yeah, I've got the match with real tickets. Yeah. Now. They're not even fakes anymore. Uh, this is when the regional manager shows up at the store. Um quite out of the blue nobody's expecting him yeah he's like two days early two days early yeah um and then randomly chester and chris just go clothes shopping yeah because they've got some they need some cooler clothes to go to the concert and that's intercut with like danny trying to show how good he is to the area manager in the store and the area manager well brooke i think reveals that there's some money missing out of chester's tail yeah to D- Danny wasn't aware of this, obviously, but he does know that he's stolen some money out of one of the other tills. Yeah, because da- it takes be quite good as well. Because Danny says, "Oh, well, I'm not worried that the tills down because uh, if anything untowards happened, it'll be on the camera." Security car and they, shit. Yeah, <laughs> just remembers that. Remembers that he's he also himself done this has today. Yeah. Stolen money. Um, uh, so you, yeah, you realise that 
I think it was Greg's cash register that he'd stolen from. Uh, so he goes to try and wipe the security footage. Yeah, but he's technically he's incompetent. Yeah, he's, he's an old man. And then two cops show up at the store, yeah. which really freaks him out. And they're asking about Jay. They want to try and catch Jay, and they know. They say we know he's your Jay. drug dealer. Yep, we've um, been watching him. Are we? If you, you need to um, help us, basically. You help us take him down. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll make sure there's nothing nothing comes back on you. Yeah, and then we head into the next chapter, which is the Battle of Ravenna. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm not even like following these anymore. <laughs> um, Jay gets home after he after Chris has left and finds out that the. The ticket swap has happened because he spots straight away that he's now got fake tickets. Yes, he does. Rather than real ones. Um, which makes him confront his girlfriend who eventually slaps him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that really hurt. So he gets tooled up. Well, she's, yeah, he's, he, he guns, like, arms himself up and she yeah. says, look, what's wrong? Yeah. Why are you not sleeping with me? Yeah. Why are you watching porn? Are you gay? Do you want to sleep with other women? What's the matter? Yeah. And he's like, well, we're breaking up. He yeah. won't talk to her. Yeah, he, just, he won't answer that question. Yeah. And he splits, they split up at this point. Um, Danny then calls Chester, tells him that he owes him $800 more than he did before because the till's down. And this is the point now, we're right back at the start of the movie. Yeah. That's the phone call that was happening just before Correct. the car window gets shot through by Jay. Um, which, so Jay shoots out the car window and he makes them crash their car. Yeah, shoots out a tyre. Yeah. And yes, we, we now realise they're in Chris's car and he crashes it. Crashes it, basically. So we're now completely up to date and we can start the movie. Yeah. <laughs> basically, we've seen the same... 50 minutes 50 in. minutes, yeah, 50 minutes in. We've seen the same thing happen three times from three different, four different people's perspective, yeah. really. But now we, we're right back where we started. And the next chapter starts. And the next chapter is called Lost Tribe. For some reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're <laughs> lost in the desert. Well, they're not lost. <laughs> They've got no means of transportation to get to the concert. No. But they decide, well, we're partway there. We may as well keep walking in that direction. Yeah, they argue. They're okay. They survived this car accident, and but they're okay. Uh, but they do argue quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, Chester calls Chris a dead weight in his life. Um, and he confronts Chris about the money that they've stolen over the years and whether, did you really rip me off when we stole this money? Did yeah. Danny t- told me you did Yeah, earlier. Chris not very convincingly says, no, 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 you got your even cut. Yeah, yeah, we don't believe him. Um, and they seem to walk for hours through this desert. They're in the middle of nowhere. And then I felt like, again, there was another missing scene. Yes, I agree. they come across a roadside memorial. Yeah, Chris was like, oh, what's that? And walks over towards it. And it's a grave, basically, or a, uh, yeah, a sure. memorial. It's, yeah, like in the desert. loads of flowers and there's pictures of a young girl. Now, I feel like I'm supposed to know who this is. Yeah, because it was never referenced. No. Nobody speaks during this point. They're both just They're both sad and it's an emotional moment. It brings them back together. Yeah. But... We don't know who it's, it is. Never mentioned that it's, one of them had lost someone. No. Or... no it's so never so again, mentioned. I feel like something's edited wrong. Yeah. Plus, Chris goes, oh, what's that over there? So it's not like he knows what it is yeah. either. So I don't know. It was really strange. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think there is some sort of editing thing going on. Um, they get picked up by a car. Of course. Because Hundreds of thousands of people going to this concert. Yep. The only car we ever see. Drive past them. Someone they know. Yes, Jay's girlfriend, Yeah, who Chris gave them his number to earlier, and her friend. Yes. There's two girls in the car. So they get him, they get a lift to the concert. Um, they, There's a lot of flirting going on as well, but there's nothing really happening. Um, They find out, I think she, the other girl's a stripper. Which yeah, they were big. Yeah, Chester's quite excited about. So they get to the gig. They're at this concert now. Uh, and in the in the line to get in. Yeah. 
Uh, Chris manages to sell quite a few of... He's still got Jay's drugs, drugs that he stole moon rocks, yeah, so And he manages to sell quite a few. He does, on the indeed. Way in. um, and then the security guard of the gig comes out and says, unfortunately, the gig's at capacity. Go um, and get a refund. If you want a refund for your tickets, head over that way. Does that happen? Surely they just sell it the amount of tickets. It happened in last season. It in did. XOXO. In XOXO as well. Is this is not a, well, surely this is not a, a good business thing to just oversell your gig. Just and sell then as many as you riots. can. Yeah. Because there's a riot breakout. Yeah. It was like watching XOXO yeah. again. Um, yeah. A riot breaks out and the two guys manage to climb a fence and get into the gig. They do. It's a completely pointless scene. They might as well have just given their tickets over and gone in. Ch- I can't like this. Yeah. Like Chester says, oh, Chris, uh, wait there before yeah. you run off and then just. Smacks him. him. Yeah, they, they argue again and he, he punches him. Um, and he says to Chris, were you ever going to come to Brazil with me? Yeah. And Chris says, no. I had never had any intention of ever yeah. going to Brazil with you. I've just been, I'd never expected you to go, to be honest. And yeah. I'm not expecting to go with you ever. And then they're both sort of, oh, they both walk off in opposite here, directions. We may yeah. as well, let's go. Yeah, because the then they enjoy the gig together. Yeah. As if they've not just had this massive life-changing argument. Um, yeah, they're just the scenes. There's a montage basically of him enjoying this gig. Yeah, yeah. and getting high. Getting high. Supply. Chester's k- kissing a guy at one point, yeah. which is not implied for the rest of the movie. Um, and then they go to the toilet together. Again, hundreds of thousands of people at this yeah. concert. Outside five, festival. Yeah, five people at urinal. Yeah. Who he should walks. walk up behind them? It's Jay. Jay, of course. How he, oh, he's managed to get in with no ticket. I suppose the riot explains that. No, I think he said he had more. Oh, did he have yeah. more? Okay. Well, there was a riot anyway, so he's got in. Um, and. He didn't know at this point, but he has. he's told by Chester that Chris also stole his drugs. I thought Chester was really funny. He was, because he was high yeah. as fuck. And he just didn't give a shit. He didn't know who Jay was. He's never met Jay before. And he's like, you're really old. Yeah, you're really old compared to us. Why are you, you here? Yeah, well, you need to have a hip replacement. <laughs> he's like really horrible to Jay. And Jay's... and Jay's, Jay's like, are you trying to mind fuck me? Because <laughs> your mind games won't work. I mind fuck people. You can't mind fuck me. Yeah. And Chris's like, no, he's just high. It's just really... Chris knows who Jay is, obviously. Yeah. And he's trying to explain. No, Chester's... Ignore everything he's saying. Because he's really horrible. Yeah. So I ignore everything he's saying, but Chester also reveals that Chris stole Jay's drugs, does, yeah. which Jay wasn't aware of. Jay didn't know that at this point. Yeah. He was already pissed off about the tickets. Now he's double pissed off because of the drugs as well. And it ends up with them fighting. Jay, yeah, because um, Chester's like, oh, I don't, I, I'm not scared. Look, you might have pulled a gun on us, but only 2% of hold-ups yeah. ended up shooting someone's shot. And then Jay shoots a guy who's sat in the Yeah, he just shoots through stall. the toilet cabinet, uh, toilet cubicle. Um, but they end up fighting and they end up with Chester stabs Jay's hand through the floor. Yeah. So, look, no, he pins Jay's hand to the floor. Yeah. And there's a really bad continuity error at this point. Is there? And I don't know how it's happened. So, he stabs, Jay's got his hand flat on the floor, palm yeah. down, and the knife goes through his hand, pins yeah. him to the floor. In the very next flash, his hand's that way up. Oh, the other way up, is it? The other palm way up. up. With oh, the I knife still through. That. But then, you cut back and see him again. And it does it happens twice more. So his hands that way round, and then his hands that way round. Oh wow! And but they must have done the makeup and everything. Yeah. To be to have it that way round twice, so they must have filmed it both ways round. Yeah. And then forgot, <laughs> and just used both because his hand flips over twice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's an I I did spot it, and then when I read this stuff on IMDb later, it's a goof on IMDb. Okay. But yeah, it's really really bad. I don't know how it's happened. Uh, but yeah, so his hands pinned to the floor, and the guys get away from him because he can't get up. Yeah, and uh, again, there's hundreds <laughs> of thousands of people at the yeah, concert. It's a, it's a big outdoor concert with it. It's got Ferris as wheel and everything. As soon as Chester and Chris run out of the toilets, yep. they run into the girls. Yeah. 
<laughs> literally and they say shit jay-z we need to go yeah. so the girls are like okay let's go literally just park the car guys yeah <laughs> but they get instantly back in their car yeah. and just drive off as if there's not a hundred thousand other cars there um i don't know what happens on the way home but they're just driving they're just driving the sun rises absolutely chris they drop chester home first yeah and chris says to him look i'm sorry mate here's a thousand dollars yeah which I presume you made from selling these drugs yeah, at the yeah. gig. Yeah, that's what I took. Because I was like, where's he had that money from? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, drugs. Um, so they're not in the best of places. They did fall out earlier in the night, but they're kind of... Yeah. They're best mates. Shit happens. Uh, next morning at this point now, uh, Jay meets up with Danny. It's like 6.13 in the morning or yeah. something crazy. Um, they meets up with Danny outside the whole food shop and Danny gives him all the money that he owes him. He does. I don't know where he got it from, but he manages to get it. Um, and then Jay just starts crying on his shoulder. Yeah. Breaks down in front of Danny. Because Danny's like, are you okay? Because are you okay? I think they might be mates. I, I had Maybe, the impression yeah. that they were like, there's a relationship there. There's a friendship. And there. Jay's, Jay's like, oh, I just want, I just want to be myself. I want to be <laughs> real around people. And Danny's yeah. like, you be real around me. Yeah, of course you can. We're mates. And uh, He's like, he's like I might, I, sometimes I like boys. Sometimes I like girls. Sometimes yeah. I like both. He's like, I, I don't like labels. labels. I don't want to be labeled. I, just, I was like, that's, that's, bit, that's quite deep. And <laughs> it really is. Quite nice. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. And he was proper crying on his shoulder and everything. And then he tries to kiss Danny. Yeah. And that doesn't go down very well. Danny's like, what the fuck, man? You can't do that. Um, because, mainly because, this is a sting. Yeah, it is a sting. Um, Danny set him up. And Jay, all, a load of cops turn up. Yeah. Three helicopters. I think the helicopters was most <laughs> definitely library footage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> three helicopters come and turn up for this guy who has only got $3,000. That's all he ever needed. Um, uh, yeah, about eight police cars. There's a whole standoff goes on, but it eventually culminates with Jay getting arrested and carried taken away in the cop cars. Yeah, Danny goes back in the start in the store, um, starts running the store for the day as if nothing's happened, and then the two cops turn back up again. Yeah, later we on, we in the quickly day. cut to Chester back at his flat, yes. leaving his yeah, yeah. front Sorry, door key do. on the yeah. on the desk. We do. Um, we cut back to the store. The day's in full swing at the store. The two cops turn back up. And they arrest Danny yeah. for stealing the money from the till. $1,800 yeah. unaccounted for. Which the area manager has called the police about. Yeah. Uh, but why is he called the police? Because Brooke... Set him up. Uh, downloaded the security footage and, and handed it over to the area manager. Yeah, so we get a few so flashbacks she, of what she's been up to. She was sick of uh, Danny's behaviour. Yeah, he was pretty horrible yeah, towards her, to be fair. Um, they put him in the back of the car. Who should be still in the back of this police car? Yeah, Jay. They from... even say you'll be with your new cellmate. So, yeah, they, they arrested Jay at six fourteen in the morning. <laughs> um, so he's been in the back of this car for a long time. Um, then the film is coming to a swift conclusion. Uh, Chester is now at the airport. He's using the money that Chris gave him last night yeah. to buy a ticket to Brazil. Yes, he and he is actually going, even though he's got no possessions or anything anymore. Um, Chris phones him. Chris finds out that Jester's at the airport. I think he's quite happy for his friend to be following his dream. He's got a wry smile, doesn't he's, he, yeah. when he gets the voicemail saying, yes. I've left the country. I'm happy that he's happy for him. Yeah. But he has an opening for a new friend. He does, yeah. So he confronts Greg. Um, he's interested he's, until Greg says he's got no car. Yes, and then he's not interested And anymore. Greg starts talking about them getting tandem bikes. Yeah, no tandem, yeah. And he's like, okay, let's uh, let's leave that. And Chris puts his hand up for a high five. And Chris, no. Greg, Greg puts his hand up for a high five. Chris walks out of the room yeah. and doesn't acknowledge this and leaves him hanging. Um, then we just need to tie up one last loose end. The two gangsters from earlier, 
they get arrested basically in the Chevy from earlier. Yeah. And Chester's plane takes off. Yeah. And the film ends. Uh, there is a post credit scene. There is a post credit scene right at the yeah. very, very end of the credits. Which is just Greg still with his hand. Yeah, still with his hanging. hand up and Chris leaving him hanging. Yeah. And that's it. I know to wait for a post credit scene now on Netflix because when Netflix when a Netflix film finishes, three boxes come up yes. to say, do you want to watch this next? And if they don't come up, and you know there's a post credit scene yeah, coming. This one that's, wasn't really worth That's a little for. Netflix tip for you. Was it? No, I fast-forwarded. <laughs> so I know there's one coming, so, but it's right at the end of the yeah. credits. It's not like after the first bit of credits. It's a post-post-credit scene. It's not worth it. If you're going to watch the film, it's not worth it. Thoughts? Uh, this film is really messy. Yes. But I've got to be honest. I had a fun time. I don't like comedy films. I didn't hate this film. Yeah. I, it's, there's something charming about it. I don't quite know what it is. I, didn't, I wouldn't say I loved it. It's, it's I, stupid. I definitely didn't have, it's really it doesn't stupid. really hang together. No, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but I think just on chutzpah of performances, yeah, there's quite a lot of charisma in this film. Yeah, I'd agree it? with that. It's a good way to put it. There's a lot. I would of say across um, Chester, Chris, Danny, and Jay. Yeah, good, good foursome. They're 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 going for it to be fair. Yeah. It's very intense. I, I think that's what it is. I think it's the charisma. I, some of the quick fire dialogue and jokes. I, I, yeah, I, I did like that. I a, got a few chuckles out of me. Yeah, I agree. It's, I mean, it's not my sort of thing. I'd never pick to, oh, there's a stoner comedy yeah. there. Let's go and watch that. It's not for me, but I didn't hate it. I feel, I feel like um, something Chester there. Tam felt like he was making Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I think you're right. Which, is, which definitely is not. Yeah, there's a few <laughs> weird directorial choices in there. Um, you could have played this film, film through linear. It doesn't need to flick all over the place. You just need to do a few more scenes in line with each other. But it was a it was a really easy watch. Yeah, not a lot happens. It wasn't. It's, there was it was no trudge at all. It no, was a really it was easy very watch. very snappy eighty minutes. You can see how quick we've gone through it. It took us like half an hour to yeah. go through it. But yeah, it's it's inoffensive. It's fine i'm not saying it's great but it's definitely not great it was better but than also I, it was awful. better than i thought it was gonna be me too because i was i was like this isn't for me i was i was dread i was i wouldn't say i was dreading watching it but yeah. i was not looking forward to watching it but it's snappy it's got some good one-liners it's got good performances and i think it just gets by on yeah charisma yeah the, the two the two leads especially josh peck and uh tony revelori their their chemistry i, I really enjoyed really them both good. yeah i did as well i thought they were really... I haven't seen Josh Peck in a lot of stuff, but I was like, yeah, you're really good at this sort of... You should be doing this sort of thing. Yeah. You should be in these sort of movies. And I don't think he does. He Compared hasn't done like this much. Someone like... Um, again, not seen him so much the last couple of years. Someone like Adam Devine, who was all yeah. over a lot of these Netflix movies a yeah. couple of years ago. I, I thought Josh Peck in this was... Had more going from than Adam Devine in most of those movies. Mm. He, he ended up leading on Netflix. Yeah, I agree. That's I a am. good shout. But yeah, yeah. Overall, it's it it's was, not my sort of thing, fine. but it was fine. Yeah, it was it was not bad. It was a pleasant way to spend eighty minutes. Yeah, it flew by. Yeah, because it just never stops. It's so intense. It gave me a bit more than I was expecting. Yeah, I, it's more. Yeah, I'd I'd agree. Yeah. What's the best thing about it? I think it's. It's just the double act of Chester and Chris. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think they're really good. Because I think complimented the by the other two as well. And <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not the story. And it's not it's not the editing. It's not the directing. Sorry, I don't want to have. Uh, <laughs> There's a reason Chester why it's been, coming after me. It's but... a reason why it's been six years and he's not written or directed anything <laughs> else. I think 
it's, it's, it's the casting and performances, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think you're right. I think for me, it's the reveal of Josh Peck's actually quite good looking. <laughs> I think that's the best thing about it for me. It's got a bit of smolder about it. Yes, him. it's Definitely. something about this. Something there. I don't know what it is. What would you change about it? I, I'm not going to say... I don't want to aim too high, so I'm going to say, can we just tighten up those loose ends of that felt we had those couple of bits missing? Yeah. So why why were they affected by the yeah. roadside yeah, memorial? What, yeah, what was that all about? Um, and I can't remember what the, now what the, the other bookshop bit was the bookshop bit. Yeah, yeah, when he had the knife stashed. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say rewrite it and I, make I, this the film that Chester Tam thinks it is. But we can, <laughs> the least we can do is tidy up those. Yeah, I think where it feels like we've got a couple of missing scenes. Tidy up your loose ends. I think you could move it and make it linear. I don't. I don't think it needs to jump around showing all of Chester's day, then all of Chris's day, then no. all of Danny's day. I think you can put those scenes in order. No, and that goes and back to what I was saying at the start. Those captions are not needed. No, the chapter titles are not yeah. needed. But and then you could put those scenes in order, and it still plays out the same. Yeah, and I think you just make it a bit more sensible yeah. it just felt a bit of a mess the way it was yeah it did it and did yeah it was unnecessary it wasn't focused it was it. just over direct over directed i think is the way you yeah. can describe it cool do you want to talk stream table sure this is the 11th film going into the stream table We're nearly halfway through a season again what the fuck's going on do you want me to read through all of it yeah totally beautiful. we've got 10 so you can read through them top 10 10 currently is Smart Christmas. Number 9 is Needle in a Time Stack. Number 8 is Another Round. Number 7 is The Mansion from last week. Number 6 is The Ledge from the week before. Number 5 is The Cleanse. Number 4 is The Giver. Number 3 is Double World. Number 2 is Nature Reborn. And number 1 is Old People. Should, would you like me to start? I've got a quick question. Why is it called Take the 10? That's a great question. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about Nor it. Nor did I, until I've just come to write it down. Um, I think it might be the line that he says, you know, when he's trying to distract them and put them into traffic. Oh, yeah. I think he says, I know a shortcut will take the 10, oh, as in okay. Highway 10. Okay. I think that might be where okay. it comes from. But that seems like a really thing, random thing to name yeah. this film. But yeah, it's called Take the 10. So do we give it the 10? What, put it in 10? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, mean, it says take the 10, it'll take it. Uh, I mean... I'm really struggling with this. I don't know. No, I think... I think I've settled on where I think it should go. Okay. For me. I mean... And I'm going to preempt where it goes in this list. Okay. Because I would put... In, in If it was down just to me, I might have it a little higher. Okay. But... So you're going to pre- preempt I, my thoughts on it before... Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to... My first offer, I think, is more than fair. And okay. I, I would... My start of 10 is that this would go in sixth place. So under the cleanse. Yes. But above the ledge. Correct. Yeah. I have no issue with that. That's probably where I'd go. I yeah. don't think it's as good as... I think as... that's really fair. Yeah, I think it is. It's not as good as the cleanse. It's I don't not think. as good as the cleanse. For, for all the faults in the cleanse... Oh, yeah. The cleanse isn't a great it film. really tried some different stuff. Yes. <laughs> the cleanse isn't a great film. The ledge isn't a, gr- a good film. It's, I enjoyed this there, so right. much more than I enjoyed The Ledge. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I I almost had fun watching this. <laughs> You've banged it right in the middle of the section. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that. I think that's fair. I don't think I'd... Uh, I couldn't argue it either okay. way. I don't think I want to put it above the cleanse. I don't think I want to put it below the ledge. I, I'll whisper. <laughs> if, personally, I'd have it above the giver. Yeah, shut up. 
You're an idiot. <laughs> Take the 10. Six Take out the of six. 11. I think that's, yeah, right in the middle of this. Slap bang in the middle. Uh, forming stream table. Four is nearly halfway through. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I, I don't think there's any argument from that. Okay. I don't think anybody could argue that. Good. I'm enjoying our stream table this season so far. Yeah, me too. Do you want to pick next week's film? Let's Get another one in there. Do it. What would you like to see? I think I've said this the last few weeks. I still don't think we've really had an action film. I still don't think we have. Not a right. full on, we've not had a full on action film. No, we've not. Shall we see if we can get one? Yeah. Shall we call out Robin? Yeah, let's do it. It has picked a movie called The Legacy of a White-Tailed Deer Hunter. A uh, catchy. Catchy title. Have you ever heard of it? No. I don't even remember it ever going on no, like this. It's not ringing any bells whatsoever. <laughs> no, same. It's a Netflix original. Uh, do you want a synopsis? Yes, please. It's another comedy. Okay. Comedy drama, although this one is. Uh, the Great Hunter, Buck Ferguson, and his trusted cameraman, Don, set out for an epic weekend adventure to reconnect with Buck's young son. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Do you want those in it? Yes, please. Josh Brolin. Oh, wow. And Danny McBride. Oh, that's not bad. He's also got Montana Jordan in, who was the he plays the brother in Young Sheldon. Oh right, yeah. There's also a guy in it who's just called Cowboy. Oh, brilliant! That's his name, brilliant. Not, not even like his character name. That's just his name. Um, written and directed by Jodie Hill, came out in 2018. It is a Netflix or another Netflix original. I've never heard of that. No, I'm not going to lie. No. So uh, yeah, go out and watch the legacy of a white-tailed deer hunter. Catchy title. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. Our usernames are at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. If you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and our website is bottom of the stream.com. On the website, you'll find every episode we've ever recorded, loads of other cool stuff, all the stream tables, and you can even get some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. Go-kart. Go-kart? I'd love a bottom of the stream go-kart. <laughs> that would be amazing. Local. We it could get cool. two and race them. <laughs> Let's do that, like Mario Kart. Yeah. Um, after you've done all of that, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there for a couple of quid every month, you will get early access to episodes. You will get bonus episodes. You will get a newsletter that Nick writes every month. And if you come in at the top level, you will get a wild card, which means you can pick the film that we watch. We'll give Robin a week off. You pick the film. And then if you might win a prize at the end of all that. And then after you've done that, head into the Discord. The Discord is a lively group of fun people who will talk to you about anything from movies to TV shows to anything you want to talk about. Life. With life. We play games. We do watch-alongs. Uh, we do live chats. There's all sorts of cool shit goes on in the Discord. The Discord link will be on the bottom of the show notes. If you can spare a few minutes, please consider leaving us a review or a rating anywhere you can review or rate podcasts because it really helps get the word out there about our little show. And whilst our community is amazing, we would like to grow it and make new friends. Absolutely. I love making new friends. Me too. Let's make more. Let's make many, many more new friends. Uh, So yeah, you can uh, review or rate us anywhere that you can find podcasts. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Podbean, Pandora, iHeartRadio, all of those and many, many more. Yes. If you find any we're not on, let us know and we'll get on them. Yeah. And if you're listening to this right now, go and tell everybody you know to listen to it as well. Because it's just fun. We love doing it and we want more people to listen to do it. Listen to us doing it. Yeah, listen to us doing it. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> tell your mum, tell your friends, tell your nun. 
Um, then when you've done all of that, go out and watch The Legacy of a White-Tailed Deer. Hunter. Hunter. I think that's what it was called. <laughs> the long titles throw me off. Uh, and we'll be back on Monday for The Wave and next Thursday for The Movie Show. Cheers. Bye.